You're listening to the Global Countdown, first broadcast live on the briefing on Monaco 24, Thursday the 13th of October 2022. We're going to Latvia today, which is obviously wonderful, but it's quite politically complicated today, isn't it? Because we have Latvia, for those of us who need a bit of a, a sort of a pep up on our geography, Latvia's eastern border borders Russia. Latvia's southern border borders Belarus. So it's all a little bit interesting in terms of cultural identities and who we're cheering for and who we're allowing to talk about and who we can't. Absolutely. And I think it's quite interesting because, yes, as you said, we will be listening from some Russian artists, but not everyone is the same. There are, we are going to discuss this. Some artists are very much anti-Putin. Others decided to be silent. So I think every song, there's there's something behind to it. Uh, so I agree with you. It is kind of a very difficult times, but it's interesting to see what's reflected on the charts because we shouldn't forget before the war, uh, Russian music, especially in those uh, bordering countries, they used to be very popular, not only in Latvia, but Ukraine. And I was interested to see the reaction of some of those artists as well. But I bet you didn't think this when you launched the Global <laughs> Countdown a couple of years ago, did exactly. you? It, it, is, it, is, it is about geopolitics as well in some <laughs> ways. But I think at number five, we start very gently, actually. Let's stay in Latvia. Yeah, let's stay in Latvia. Yeah, it's, it, it, yeah, I must confess, I've had a listen to all of the tracks today. <laughs> I'm not entirely sure how many of them I'm going to rush out and buy at the end of it. But then again, that's not part of this, is this? Um, OK, number five, let's go. Let's go. It's a hip-hop band from Latvia. They're called Singapura's Satins. And the song is called Sin. And I'll explain why it's called Sin after we hear a little excerpt of the, set, of the track. And then it calms down. Um, yes, you were moving to that. Tell us a little bit about it. I mean, I'm, I've been taking notes and I'm, yeah, maybe I'm a bit sneery. Um, but the 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 video is decidedly low rent, isn't it, Yes, Faye? it's basically kind of an iPhone and, and kind of some random imagery in there. And the reason is because look at the lyrics. She waits all night and I left on sin. Uh, sin, I mean S-E-E-N. So basically she sends in a message. He doesn't reply to her. Nice. It's written there, sin. And then he says, I apologize in advance. So they're, they're being quite uh, My naughty here. My mum warned me about boys like that. Exactly. So it's not very nice uh, from then. I do like the retro synths at the beginning because you kind of say, oh my God, this is quite 80s. But then the hip hop starts a bit. And they're quite big in Latvia. They were one of the first Latvian rappers to be signed by a big international label, Universo in this case as well. So it is quite established uh, band uh, in Latvia as well. It's not bad, but uh, yeah, I, I do think they should change their attitudes to their yes. potential girlfriends. Grow up, boys. Yes. Um, number four. Number four, that's an interesting one. It's it's an old track, but it's it's been... A global hit, I have to say. The artist is from Russia, and that's where it begins, Emma, our political conversation. Uh, we'll hear a clip, and then I'll tell you more about Miyagi. I mean, he's actually been quite uh, political and very pro-Ukraine. But let's have a listen. And number four, Miyagi, I Got Love. I put a line. 
меня окутала Ты будто мой сорт мариуана Небо в алмазах лето летало Ты моя бэби, дочь карнавала Двигайся, крошка, принцесса пала Ночь перемен, мысли растамана Пока не устал, музыка играла Кто-то курил, кого-то впирал All wow. I could understand is marijuana. Yes, I was going to say there's but, one word I got there. But, but let's talk about Miyagi here. He's he's, he's one of the biggest uh, kind of uh, rappers in in Russia at the moment. They have a very strong hip hop culture. Uh, he uh, posted on his social media saying, "You know what? I'm I'm very much against uh, the war. And if if you do support it, please unsubscribe from from my channels." So, uh, and, and I believe. Uh, that he also toured with some Ukrainian artists as well. So, and, and that's quite big because uh, hip hop is one of the main genres in Russian. Some of them have been quite brave to confront Putin. I don't want to say all of them, but you know, some really big names, including uh, this one. It's incredible, actually, that that rappers, rappers occupy such an important part in not just sort of subcultures, but in mainstream culture now. And you see these enormous sort of political points being made. And Russia has been an absolute hive of rap creativity for the last few years. It's 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 made itself quite a strong name. And now when you have, I think there's one rapper last week was declared um, a foreign agent um, as a critic of the Kremlin. And now I think his name's Oxymoron has been has been sort of like ostracized and what have you. He's so you have super this critical. You have this, this power of Russian rap, which I think a lot of us sort of underestimated. Absolutely. And I, th- and I think it's interesting that some artists, they take uh, their role because that's the time where they... they can express uh, their views and of course I'm not saying they will change anything but it, it is something especially for, for young people uh, in Russia as well who I'm sure follow his career here is a man this song only has almost 700 million views on YouTube so we're talking here about impressive numbers they're definitely not just listened in Russian I mean look at here we're talking about the Latvian charts let's not forget uh, as well okay um, after all that heavy talking Let's talk about number three, pop star. Number three, she's also from Russia, and that's, I mean, definitely not as political as Miyagi. It's it, basically she moved uh, to the UAE uh, earlier this year, and she said that she feels that Russia is not her vibe. But there's been no political comment about uh, Putin or uh, the war as well. So as I said, very different attitude from our number four. We have, we, we're going to hear a very short clip of number three is Insta Sanka with Popstar. the least said about that the better for lots of reasons (laughs) well uh, one just curiosity about this track apparently it's her first track with no obscene words in it so I think she will kind of change now and, and stop swearing apparently so maybe she wants a different market as well. Where are you well. getting these people from <laughs> Faye? I, I we have know. sweary ladies and nasty boys. <laughs> exactly. this, is, this is absolutely terrible. What is what is coming to us all? Uh, maybe it's because she's in the UAE and she has to watch her tongue. Exactly. Number mm. two, sorry Emma more politics here. Great. Th- this time is a Ukrainian singer, Anna Asti another very big name in the region I should say. And I just thought that these were lists of Dreadful music that you could listen to in a bar with some bad wine. No, talking about bars, the song's actually called Buy Bars. Uh, we're going to have a clip and then I'll explain to you why it's a bit difficult talking about Anasty now. Let's have a listen. <laughs> Bye, 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 bye,
anybody who hasn't had the joy of going on and Astrid's uh, YouTube site to have a look at what she uh, she she looks like, she sort of looks as she sounds, isn't it? It's quite a lot of spray-on trousers. Very much, very much so. And and again, even though being Ukrainian, she kind of she still sings with a lot of kind of Russian artists. Again, not very political at all, and uh, you know. Basically not being political this time, you can kind of make your own kind of uh, ideas of who she might be supporting. Uh, so perhaps enough of an Asti, because yeah, we're back to number one. I mean, that's a fun number one. Wait, I can't wait for that one. Um, it's complicated, though, isn't it? Because if you are Latvian and you live next door to Russia and suddenly your neighbour starts to do unspeakably awful things in Ukraine, it doesn't mean that you stop liking their music, does it? No, I mean, but but, but even, even as we have these experiences before, you know, we see what, what's happening in Hollywood or some of our favorite film directors or, or actors it, it's the kind of I mean we still like their music but we kind of we hate some of their uh, attitudes it's a very complicated story and, and uh, there's no easy answer uh, for those uh, but there's one easy answer here is that number is. one I think is quite fun also the, if you want an easy answer you go and stand in a field you put on a pink Stetson you be as macho man as you possibly can and you do a silly dance. Absolutely. That's what, what we've got here. Exactly. Let's have a listen to Bermudo de Visturis, which is Bermuda Triangle in Latvian and up for the south with Brother Does Not Bargain With My Life. which arguably asks more questions than it answers, Faye. Yes, a bunch of uh, Latvian men dancing in a field with pink cowboy hats and green shorts as well. Frankly, that's all we need. And <laughs> thank you, Faye, for joining us in the studio for the, with that list from Latvia. That was the Global Countdown, first broadcast live on The Briefing on Monaco 24. I'm Fernando Augusto Pacheco. Thank you for listening.